This is a special Ask Jen bonus episode where I go in detail on one listener's question. So stay tuned. Need a judgment-free zone when it comes to your financial life? Bienvenida to the Her Dinero Matters podcast, a bilingual podcast for today's Latina who typically thinks English but feels her Latina culture through and through. I am your host, Jen Hempel, and each week we have down-to-earth money conversations from people in La Comunidad Latina that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. Lista? Let's do it. Hola, hola, Reina. How is it going? This is Jen Hempel, and today is a special bonus episode where I answer one of your questions. Did you know I take those questions? And granted, I haven't always been great at answering them on the podcast, but yes, you can ask me those questions, submit them, and I'll tell you at the end of this episode. So today's episode is just you and me. It's a short but sweet bonus episode. Now, you've heard the saying that no one will take care of you like you will, right? It is so very true. And with our personal finances, we always have to be willing to advocate for us ourselves. Lenders, banks, they all make mistakes. And sometimes they don't know what they don't know about us. They don't understand our personal situation. And it is up to us to advocate for ourselves, especially if if you missed a payment or whatnot. So today I'm answering a question that came in, as I mentioned earlier, for Ask Jen. And this question comes from Jenny. She writes in, overall, my credit is good, but I have one major issue that is bringing it down. Back in 2017, I was suddenly diagnosed with cancer and had to go into treatment within a matter of weeks. During this period, I accidentally missed one of my student loan payments. I paid the late bill as soon as I noticed, but unfortunately, it was just days after the 30-day mark. Since I have multiple loans through this company, my one payment actually goes to four separate loans. This means that my one late payment I made shows up on my credit report as four late payments, causing a substantial hit on my score. I've tried calling the loan company, but they say they are unable to change anything that was actually late. Is there anything I can do to change or improve upon this? I'm tired of being flagged fourfold for a single late payment I made in a time where I was in crisis, especially when I have no other history of a late payment in 10 plus years that I've had the loans. I've already been rejected for things as simple as refinancing my student loans because of the late payments. I'm afraid this may affect my ability to get a mortgage or a car loan in the future. Am I just going to have to wait the additional five years for it to go off my credit score? So what can Jenny do in her situation? One of the things that she can do, she's already called, right? I'm not sure, Jenny, when this was, I I presume it was when you found out that it was shown four times and late, right? Or that you had four things that were late instead of one because of the four different loans. So one thing that you can do is send in a written statement to all credit bureaus explaining the situation in detail. By law, they have to add this to the credit report. If you look at your credit reports, there's a 
portion, there's a, an, an area for notes. So by law, they have to add it to this area. The law that I'm referring to is called the Fair Credit Reporting Act. So what does submitting a written statement do? When someone, quote unquote, and I'll explain why I say this in quotes later, is checking your credit, they will see the statement and take it into consideration. In theory, that is. It's not going to repair the credit report or the credit score right away, but it can increase your chances in getting approved for the credit that you need. So what the, here are some things that you need to know about the written statement. You are limited to 100 words. So if you look at that area of your credit report, it is a small area. So you're limited to 100 words. So you want to make sure you put some thought into it and make it powerful. You don't want to include details where you are, quote unquote, telling on yourself. For example, if you're on vacation and just simply forgot, it was just a simple human error that might not be something you want to share, right? But in Jenny's case, she was in treatment. This is a whole different scenario. So make sure you make it work for you. This is the opportunity. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. You need to advocate for yourself, to give more detail as to what went on with that particular loan. Another thing you need to know is that you need to be prepared to be ignored. (laughs) This is reality. Remember I said that in theory, they will take this into consideration. Some of the reviews, and I'm not sure if it's a big portion of the reviews, I tend to think it is a big portion. I don't have that data, but some uh, a good portion, I'm going to say, of the reviews are automated. And it all depends on the lender. It all depends what you're applying for. And so how often is these are reviews are read or how often this is read by human, it is questionable, right? So if you apply for a credit card online, those I would think tend to be more automated. But other things like, for example, for mortgage, uh, those shouldn't be automated. Maybe the initial process, maybe, but those things aren't going to be necessarily automated. So just keep that in consideration. So a written statement is something that you can do because it is your voice on that credit report. It's what your, it gives your take on that particular area of your credit report that in question that you're not happy of what it shows, right? The second thing that you can do is you can file a written dispute with the medical documentation to your loan company. Now, granted, disputes are typically for mistakes made on the credit report, but you could share documentation of when a payment was made along with the documentation of when you were receiving treatment, documentation of when you spoke to that, to the person or a person, who the person was, if you have that, what you shared, what they responded, all those details are very valuable. Documentation of your rejection and credit and how that has impacted you. Granted, I said this is a dispute and it is typically done because there is a mistake in the credit report, but it doesn't hurt to try. 
Also, there is a sample letter template that you can use that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission has available for you. I have a link to that in today's show notes. Now, also, once you file the dispute, allow some time, typically about 30 days. And once the investigation is complete, you will receive the results in writing from the credit reporting company and a free copy of your credit report if the report is changed. You can also ask the credit reporting company to notify those companies that have received your credit report in the past six months and send a corrected copy to anyone who received it in the past two years. So you have those options. So those are that's the second thing. Now, if the third thing, if you've been feeling, if you feel that you have been treated or you have not been treated fairly, you can also file a complaint with a Consumer Protection Financial Bureau. There's a link in the show notes. The CFPB will send the complaint to your loan company and then get you a response in 15 days. So those are some things you can do. So to sum it up, send a written statement to all the credit bureaus explaining the situation in detail. You could file the written dispute, but just note that typically it's for mistakes made on the credit report. Also, if you feel you've been treated unfairly, you can file a complaint with a Consumer Protection Financial Bureau or the CFPB. So I hope that you found that this information of use and helpful, especially maybe it's not just Jenny listening, <laughs> but if you listening are have experienced something similar, you know what to do because you have rights, right? So you need to be aware of those rights. So make sure you get the template in terms of for the sample letter and the link for the where to, where to submit a, a complaint as well. If you want one of your questions answered, just make sure you submit your Ask Jen question. It's really simple to do. You just go to jenhemphill.com forward slash ask dash Jen. So that is all. I'll also include that in today's show notes. So that is it. That is a wrap. I'm excited that you took some time to listen to this episode. Now, I wanted to make sure that you knew I'm loving this app called Himalaya. And Himalaya is a podcast listening app, which I wanted to inform you of, which I would love for you to check it out. If you love it, you could able to make a creative playlist. They provide recommendations on what you listen to. You can tip the podcaster. So make sure to search Her Dinero Matters on the Himalaya app. So that is a wrap for today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. You can find today's show notes and the links at jenhemphill.com forward slash 194. Also, don't forget if you love this episode or this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you share it with a friend, family member, coworker, or even a stranger. Nunca se sabe, you never know when someone is in pain in their financial life. And just the sheer sharing of this podcast or episode may be the push or inspiration they need to move forward. Until then, stay consistent on those money actions and habits so you can not only be the reina of your money, but love your dinero more. You've got this. Tú puedes. Nos hablaremos el próximo jueves. I will talk to you next Thursday. Ciao.